What's cracking, my friends? Matt Prince here. This is the Matt Prince Podcast, brought to you by strengthcoachsecrets.com and Royal Fitness. Today's topic is this, the tactical athlete. Right, so as a course, I've been studying lately about tactical athletes, um, and it's something that I've actually done for a very long time, is train people in a way that they're, they're capable of a variety of different um, feats, and those that variety of different feats it's not like a a crossfit type setup where they're it's completely random the um not completely that's not the right way to put it but like as in like constantly varied it's not constantly varied we're we're building a a a weapon essentially and i always talk about weaponizing the body i talk about bulletproofing the mind um with the training we want to get stronger we want to have strong. We want to have more strength in our maximal strength, our endurance, in our speed. We want to be agile. We want to be able to move well. We want to be able to, if shit goes down, we want to be able to fucking handle ourselves, right? Like that's what it's all about. And a tactical athlete is somebody who would be like a, a military person or a police officer, or you know the, the different levels in both of those things. And then you've got all your fireys. You've got all of these different people who need to be um, well-rounded, very well-rounded with, I suppose that, that power and strength has to still be the core there. Cause if you're like well-rounded in an endurance sense, that's great. But like what happens if somebody fucking grabs a hold of you? Like it's, our time right so you, you need to look at it from a a a true um a true well-rounded athlete i think like it's it's very easy like if you look at the military programs and you try and mimic what you see them do it's different to what they actually need right when they're out in the field so people will talk about like you know they'll see the the navy seals getting you know, squirted with water doing push-ups and doing endless sit-ups and doing endless running and all that but like in reality when they're out in the field, they might have 40 kilos of um, gear on them that they're marching for fucking 10 hours or longer. I don't know. It depends on what the mission is. But they've got they've got all this gear on them that they're hiking around with, and they have to, to be able to handle that. And then if shit goes down, they have to be able to run, move, sprint, fight, you know, shoot, do whatever they need to do at a high level. So it can't just be random training. It's not just endurance training. That's just a piece of it. That's I'd say the base of it. And what I wanted to do today is just sort of break it down a little bit. Like for any of you out there that are looking at um, going into any of these fields and you need to become a tactical athlete, for any of you that think it would benefit your performance and your sports, for me personally, this is how I like to think of myself as a tactical athlete more so than a uh, – a, say a strongman or a powerlifter or a fighter or anything like that, I, I see myself as very well-rounded. Like I've done the marathons, I've done the, you know, the, the competitions in strength, like the strongman, the powerlifting and that sort of stuff. Um, I, I train, you know, with kettlebells at a, at a pretty solid level. And, um, you know, in the past I've learned things like gymnastics and you know, kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, all these different things. And what I, what I see myself is a well-rounded athlete. And that's what I think it's about. And that's what I'd like to continue to do with myself rather than to um to box myself into one one aspect and then miss out on the other ranges so a lot of the members who are at royal a lot of the guys that are at royal train like tactical athletes without even realizing it um and then the tweaks that we make so the core piece of the program is that you know it's going to build people into being more more athletic more powerful more um faster more agile um, stronger definitely bigger you know just just all around um as a as a guy and a girl and 
then from there, like there's people who have their specific sports and that's where you really knuckle down and then it becomes very specific. But if you don't have a specific goal, it's kind of crazy to train uber specific. Like it doesn't make sense to do that because you're missing out on the other health benefits, the other energy benefits, the other, even just the, the, the general results that you'll get from all the other things. If you're missing out on them, like, it's a big hole in the puzzle that you could you could fill until you find something that you want to be specialized in. So hope that makes some sense. Now we've had the powerlifters and what they do basically it's a fire truck, there must be something going on. Um speaking of tactical athletes, they're off to save the day. They're gonna go do some good things. Um you, you've got the the powerlifters that I've trained in the past. Basically the way we train them is I'll be on the strength fire plan probably up until seven weeks out, and then we have to start tweaking it. Right. And when when I say tweaking it, it's more about then they have to get ready to peak for that powerlifting comp. The actual concepts stay the same. They're still going to be strength strength training. They're still going to be doing some power work to keep that explosiveness. They're still going to be hitting all the accessories, but the endurance side of things will drop down because they only need to lift one rep. So it's like it's, it's not as, it's not necessary for them to be able to you know um, you know last five minutes in a in a conditioning circuit or anything like that. So um, yeah, that's where it specialises in. Same with the strongman stuff. It's strongman's probably more tactical as a strength sport than uh, any anything else in terms of the strength game. Uh, that's why I really like it. That's why I think it's um, it's a good thing. I think it builds some good grunt. You know, like carrying shit, lifting balls, lifting awkward objects. Um, you know, putting it over your head, like things like that. I think is really really cool. But same deal. If you become a purist strongman and you train yourself purely for strongman, you'll be very um, uh, you'll be neglecting other areas. So at times, you'll need to venture out and, and rebuild those bases, and then just peak when it's time to peak. And that's what the best do. Like the best that I, I, I follow and watch. Um, and when I say these guys are pros or amateurs, the guys that I'm I'm following and watching what they do because they're more relevant to me than watching, say, Hapthor Bjornsson train. Like, that's fucking not relevant to me at all. He's 100 or 200 kilos or whatever he is and an absolute monster. So it doesn't make sense for me to be even considering training like him. But the other guys who are uh, normal humans, um, they're still genetic freaks, but they're, they're normal humans, they train very similar to this. They'll have their, their off seasons where they might be out running or hiking or playing footy or doing some martial arts stuff. Um, and then they'll have their, their sort of, they're building their base in strength. And basically that's covering a lot of different things. And then as the comps near, they just dial in on those comp lifts and they've got such a, a wide base of strength and endurance and stuff like that. It doesn't really matter what the events are. Once they train them, they're going to be, they're going to excel, and I really respect that. And I think that's something to consider with with all of this. Now, with the um, the concepts of changing like our strength club programming into say like say a marathon runner, right? One of one of the examples at the moment is Billy. Um, he's going for a, a sub three hour marathon. Now that's fucking impressive. Like it's it's absolutely crazy to think of he did a 2k in and just had a guy run across a busy road in sunshine that's this is an interesting drive i'm having right now um nearly ran him over um he did a 2k in 603 on the footy oval and basically that like was on grass so and uh yeah that, that's just a crazy time but in, in a footy time trial like so that's three minute and 1.5 seconds per k that's ridiculous. That is fast, right? 
Now, this is a guy who, before that, he tested. He was saying he squatted 130 for three, benched 85 for three, um, and then went out and ran this. Now, he had more in the tank on those lifts, but he wanted to save himself for the run because that's what he's been focusing on. And uh, and you got to respect that. Now, someone like Bill, right? When I'm talking to him about staying strong for his running, because his, run, his focus is running at the moment, and then it will transition back over to football, just like I said with the strongman stuff. Footy players, martial artists, they all do it, and you should do it. The best will, will vary it up and change what they're doing and have different times to focus on different aspects of their training, and that's how you really grow. You grow better just across the board. You fill up your weak areas, and you just keep improving. So um, what we're doing with him, like someone who's a, a runner, the goal is basically to, to constantly build strength, but we use that strength to help amplify their running um, capacities as well. So what I mean by that, you, you hear about people tra- training strength endurance and doing sets of 15s and all this sort of stuff. Someone like who's a runner, someone like Bill, he doesn't need to get better at fucking cardio. Like He doesn't need to get better at doing high reps of leg stuff. Like It's just not ne- necessary at all. But if we can get his strength and power up and just his general muscle up, every single step that he takes is going to be easier on his body. He'll have more pop in it. He'll have more power in it. He'll have more bounce in those Achilles. Like, as, he, as he's striding, they'll just be easier, more efficient. You know, his injuries will be less because his body is stronger. His tendons and stuff will be stronger and be able to handle the the, uh, the shock that's going through the body when you're running that far, right? So there's all of these different pieces. And the goal, essentially, with somebody specific and say, like, running or um, fighting or something like that, it'll be basically to keep their body getting stronger very slowly but in check so they're not getting injured so they can continue to do their sport now and again and then we go back to strength phases where we're trying to build mass on them and all this sort of stuff but that's after they've done the thing so once he's done the marathon stuff that'll basically be it for the really endurance based stuff he'll have to start switching his running back to more footy based running uh, building his size back up he'll probably have to put a few kilos back on I would say and uh, just to, to deal with the rigors of footy and basically bulletproof his body there. So that's that's the sort of game plan. A fighter, same kind of thing. You've got a fighter. Now, one of the boys at the moment has got an amateur fight in, I think it's eight weeks now or nine weeks now. Um, so his process has basically signed the contract. He's ready to rock. Now, what we've been doing with him up until we found out he had a fight was just building up his whole body, making him more powerful, making him stronger. Now that he's got fighting, fighting's going to take priority. It's about keeping him on the mats, not injured, still keeping that pop and the power and all that sort of stuff. But there's going to be no real um, focus on gaining strength in this time. It's more about making sure that he's on weight, making sure that he's, his endurance is still improving, making sure that his body's not injured. So that's the pieces there. Now, after his fight, it is a new, it's a new rebuild phase. We go back into building strength, building you know muscle mass, building whatever he needs for that next you know, level of his fighting, we fill that hole. Okay, now the tactical athlete is no different. So I've just explained four different sports. I've explained powerlifting and strongman. I've explained football and I've explained the, the fighting sort of thing. Now, if you look at it from a tactical athlete point of view, if you were to put all of those sports together, you'd be a freak. You'd have your limit strength from powerlifting, so your squat bench and your deadlift, what you can lift um, without moving and stuff like that, just as a pure all-out effort. You've got your limit strength from powerlifting. In strongman, you've got your awkwardy carries and stuff like that, the stuff that builds the body, builds all the stabilizers, builds all of the, you know, the grip muscles, all the hand muscles, all of those things, the neck and traps, all that stuff. You've got that. You've got your endurance stuff from footy. 
you know, the impact stuff in footy and all that sort of stuff. And then you've got your fighting, right? You've got your your fighting side. So you've got your actual how to fucking scrap someone if you need to scrap or if you need to disarm or whatever you're doing, right? If you were to piece all of those people together, that's a fair weapon. That is a fair weapon. And if it, you don't have to be like all of the people that I've sort of spoken about uh, at the prime in that specific sport. And if you just took like, let's say you were, 30% worse than these guys like Billy running his three hours like some of the strongmen say like a guy like Tyson Morrissey lifting 400 kilos right um, you got a guy you know in powerlifting um, you know who's who's absolute freak he might be he might be deadlifting or squatting 300 kilos or whatever it is right um, and then you've got a, 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 a martial artist that can fucking touch anyone up let's say you're taking process skills or like you know one of the UFC's guys skills and basically draining that by say 30 to 50%. So you're like, no way you can beat that person who's a specialist, but you would be very, very versatile across the board in a situation if you're if you're an officer or if you're an army person or if you're a, a fiery, you'd have very, very wide range of skills that are better than the average person. And that's what it needs to be a tactical athlete, right? And be able to keep doing that all day long if needed. Right, and then having periods of rest, and then getting back on. So, hope that makes some sense. Now, when you're training for uh, for this sort of thing, like one of the guys at the moment I'm working with, he wants to to go into the SOG, and I've actually seen I've trained people in the SOG before. Um, we had the SOG down at one point, um, doing a session in the gym. Um, we've had you know people in and out that I've trained over the years in different levels of uh, higher up. Um, police jobs like some of the um, some of the cert guys and the SOG guys, um, detectives, you know, it's things like that. Like some higher level um, things that take hard physical and mental tests to get into. One of the guys is going for that at the moment, and I'm, I'm very excited for him. I'm fucking pumped for him. And what we're doing, right, is I said to him, "Hey, you've got time. You're young. Let's build you up. Let's build a base." Now, right now, my goal for him is to build his muscle mass up. Build his, all of his imbalances, correct all them, and they're basically correct now. He's moving fantastic. I've been watching him. He, he trained really well all through the lockdown because he's dedicated as fuck, but he trained all, he really well through the lockdown period. Um, come back, his body looks, he's moving very, very well. His muscle mass, I reckon we could probably go a couple more kilos because he will lose weight as he has to increase, increase his endurance. And this guy was already fit prior to starting. He was in good shape. He'd done some scrapping. He'd done some, uh, and when I say scrapping, he's like, you know, some boxing, some jiu-jitsu, that sort of stuff. Um, so he's got some good base. And when you got a good base, it's very, very handy because it's something you can truly grow off. Now, what we're, what we're looking at right now is building up his limit strength, building up his muscle mass to a point where it doesn't have to be crazy, but to a point where he's really, really strong and his body's going to be safe as we start to overload with more um, impactful type stuff. Like some of the some of the hikes and the runs and carrying the back, the, the packs and all that sort of stuff when he's doing all that practice, that can be really harsh on the body. So we're essentially trying to minimize the effects of all that. And I'm not saying you won't get injured doing that. I don't know. It's hard to say, but the goal would be to, to minimize that as much as possible and to have him sort of have strong, big, big, strong glutes, big, strong upper back, strong as strong and tough core and lower back, like all of those things. That's the main focus right now. So we're just building up that solid foundation. 
the next sort of phase, what we go into, like, it's not like a, a, a traditional period, of, you know, progressive overload type thing where we go into speed work and, um, you know, build into power and then build into like max effort and all this sort of stuff. It's not like that. We're constantly using all those things right now. So he's getting bigger, he's getting faster, he's getting stronger, all this sort of stuff. We throw in a couple of runs here and there. So I've recommended, he was doing two 10Ks a week. I sort of said, mate, get a 5K and then get an interval running day, whether it's on hills or flat. Um, so you're building up that, that lactic acid type endurance more so than the, that longer cardio stuff because he's already got good cardio base. So we don't need to just do that just yet. Um, so we're just doing that. So just building up that capacity. If you were to compare two people together, let's say like a, a strongman type person, we're trying to build his strength like a strongman, not to be to be um, as, as, as specific as a strongman, but to be well-rounded like a strongman. We're trying to do that mixed with, say, footy type running right that's the concept so he's going to have the, the elite fitness of, the, of say a footy player like the running and he's going to have really really solid foundation of different movements like what strongman would provide with your your carries and your throws and your you know ball work and all that sort of shit now we're mixing that together as he nears the the testing uh for what he, what he needs to do to get into it with all the selections and all that sort of stuff there will be a huge emphasis on increasing his cardio, right? His maximal strength stuff, it will sort of be on maintenance and then it will be about getting all of the things that they'll test him on to a really high level, push-ups, pull-ups, burpees, sit-ups, um, pack marches, running, like just basically being able to endure a lot of hell because that's what they're going to put him through. They're going to try and break him, I guarantee it. So we're, we're looking, we'll basically transition from that maximal strength to have that as a maintenance type thing and then essentially just be building up the stuff that's very specific to what he's doing. Um, the reason usually people would do it the opposite way around, if you're to peak, a lot of the people who you learn from with this sort of thing, like they might be powerlifters in particular. So their goal to peak is for a one rep max on a day, on a certain day at a certain date. Now, this is like, this is basically just him getting smashed for a week straight. Right, so it's, it has to be reversed. You need that strong foundation. You need to basically be building all of those fighting skills and stuff in the background, so that way you're not overloading yourself in the last bit. You just have to really peak and get get everything ready, so your endurance is at its absolute max. Once that's done, I can guarantee you from experience, you don't need to keep it as high. Basically, like you don't, you're not going to be getting smashed for five days straight, right? Your jobs that you go out to as a tactical athlete, you'll be better off to have a little bit less endurance. Like you don't need to be as fit as a triathlete in this this scenario. You want to be basically more strong, more powerful, more uh, more agile, more fucking ready and, and and ready to like throw down if you have to. So your body's just an absolute weapon in the most powerful sense. Right, because anything that goes on in these um, these situations, like if, if if there was you know some hand to hand combat going on, it's not going to last any more than like thirty seconds because they've got backup, you've got other guys, you've got weapons, you've got all this stuff, so you don't need to sustain it for you know five hours like say an ultra marathon runner or endurance type person would do. Right, it's a different game, so you need to consider that. So once you're in, once you got your base, once you've done your tests, then it's basically just going back to essentially the strength club programming and building your body back and keeping it improving over time um maintaining your body fat looking after yourself right so hope that makes some sense i know i've just been rambling i've had a lot of coffee today already i've been driving so i've been thinking um but yeah i mean if you're 
looking for a way to train and you're not really sure about specific goals, I think having the intention to, to weaponize your body is the best way to go. That's personally what I like to do. I like to have a little bit of fighting in there. I like to have, you know, I get my cardio and stuff really, really well from that side of things. I like to make sure that all my lifts are varied. So I'm not constantly in the in the spot bench dead phase. I'm doing variations that will be different, build my body in different ways, um, different muscles up in different ways, and test me in different ways. Like, you know, I'm 106 kilos or something, and just yesterday I did, uh, what was the, this is at the end of the session too, it was six, six sets of nine pull-ups for on the rings, just basically like every, it was I go, you go, so it was probably say every 40 seconds or so I was with a partner. Um, and basically what that's doing is it's building up my, my relative strength, right? And for 105, 106 kilo guy, that's 51 pull-ups uh, done. And it was hard. It, was, it wasn't easy for me by any means, but it was doable. Now, a lot of people, when they get over 100 kilos, they start to just focus on the things that they're good at. They don't stick to hitting endurance work, hitting body weight work. Like, you want to basically build that body up. And I'm, I'm not saying any of that to fucking try and impress you guys. You don't need impressing. Like, it's it's not about that. It's just to show you that I'm doing it too. I'm doing the pull-ups. I'm throwing the weights around. I'm doing the snatches. I'm doing the swings. I'm doing the, the heavy stuff. I'm doing the fighting stuff. I'm doing the endurance stuff, right? It's it's all varied. And, and basically, like, you know, like you, my goal is to be as as well-rounded and as weaponized as possible. And if we can do that, we'll feel great. Anyway, that's all I've got for you today. I hope that helps you out. I hope you're uh, you're excited for the 2021 training year because I am. The training in RF is ramping right up and, uh, and you'll see more tactical type stuff. You would have seen, for you guys that have been training this week, you would have seen the boxing bags pop up, right? You'll see all the ball loading stuff we're doing. There's a, a few different things that we're coming, uh, that we're implementing that are going to be absolute game changers and have you in the best physical condition ever. And I'm really excited about it and, uh, and pumped to see the results that you get. Anyway, if you have any questions or you want to train with us at Royal, you can hit us up um, and we'll get you started for the new year. But guys, keep training hard. Have a great Christmas. Have a great, uh, great New Year's. Be safe and all that. And I'll see you soon. Bye.